This week's episode of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast is brought to you by listeners like you. Head on over to patreon.com slash run, eat, drink podcast and subscribe today. Fans, founders, and insiders like you help us keep the Run, Eat, Drink podcast going. And we thank you for your support. Hi, this is Chef Art Smith caught right here from Homecoming and with the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. Okay, all you runners out there, I used to be a runner, ran two marathons. And a bunch of, what are you half marathons, whatever. Keep running, keep eating. Thank you. Welcome to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We feature destination races from across the country. And after the race, we take you on a tour of the best local food and beverage to celebrate. So whether you are an elite runner or a back of the packer like us, you'll know the best places to accomplish, explore, and indulge on your next runcation. Hey, welcome to episode 184 of the Runny Drink Podcast. I'm your host, Amy. And I'm your co-host, Dana. Hey. Hey. It's going to be a great show. I have to start off, though, right into the shout-outs. Oh. Because coming up... This is the one and only shout out I have because we need to solicit the people in the Runcation Nation to send us the shout outs because I I try on social media. I try. This week, social media was shut down. That's true. But So there was an outage right before we recorded the show. Facebook, Instagram, couldn't do anything, communicate with anyone. So the one and only shout out I have is for Miss Rhonda Lee, who makes our show international. This weekend, she's running her virtual Boston Marathon. Best of luck to you. You are an outstanding member of the Runcation Nation. You will crush it. And we just love that you're part of our world. Absolutely. And it was really nice. Uh, Rhonda Lee jumped in on the Couch to 10K live streams that I'm doing. And she jumped in on the Monday night live stream. And I'm doing a 15 second run, 45 second walk interval during the two short runs during the week. And Rhonda Lee said that she may actually incorporate that interval into her Boston. There you go. So good luck, Rhonda Lee. You're going to crush it. I'm super excited for you. Just to be, okay, it's a virtual, but still, it's Boston. It's still a Boston virtual. Oh, my God. I, and it's a marathon. Have a Sam Adams beer and some baked beans afterwards and make it just. Uh, do you know, like I, what book was I listening to? Catherine Switzer's book, uh, Marathon Woman. And she. You, I'm sorry, you mean this Catherine Switzer? This is Catherine Switzer. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Catherine Switzer, I thought you were going to play the whole thing. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> she And she was talking about how it's a tradition that when you finish the Boston, then you have like the this beef stew, mm-hmm. at, which is an odd recovery or post-race celebratory kind of meal. I don't know that I would be in the mood for that, right. but I can understand it. Like I can understand you, you've got the protein, fat, carbs. Yeah. Probably some salt in there as well. I I, I can understand like from a chemical perspective why that's a good option. Yes. I just don't know that my my appetite would be really leaning towards something that rich. A lot of people will say 
that after a race of that length or a challenge weekend or what have you, after a major race, they don't really have an appetite until the following day. I believe it. A lot of people out there in our group and uh, just people we've talked to at races. But so I can't see you crossing the finish line and going, you know what I want? (laughs) Beef stew. I want beef stew. Yum. Yeah. But But hey, I mean, it's tradition and you don't mess with tradition. We know this. So Rhonda Lee, the whole point is, thanks for making our show international. Enjoy Boston. We hope, I don't even know if she could get, what what she can get that would be related to Boston, like Sam Adams or, or Big Beans, or I don't know what she can get, but I hope that she takes some photos well, that celebrate her accomplishment. Yeah, I hear they have some civilization up there in Canada, so oh I mean, my she God. could probably get baked beans and beer, I'm thinking. Hopefully. Beer. Beer generally, definitely. Generally. Hopefully, she can find a, a, a Sam Adams Boston lager somewhere up there. Yeah. Rhonda Lee, give it your maximum effort while you're out there on the road. And we are super proud of you for that. Of maximum effort. Speaking of maximum effort. See what I did there? I see what you did. That is our run segment for today. We have an outstanding virtual that we took on the road to Disney. Yes. From Metal Chasers, our friends Bill and Christina patrons of the show mm-hmm. and it, it is themed after none other than deadpool yes the comic book hero that started out as a spoof and turned into a cinematic hit thanks to ryan reynolds and i believe that we are going to be seeing a deadpool 3 in the next year or so based on on things i've been reading online and they're going to be bringing him into the marvel cinematic universe i just love the story we got to celebrate the character and the character through this virtual run yeah the anti-hero series that we've been doing Mm -hmm. so we're going to talk a little bit about that yeah and since you know Disney has not brought back the races and we're bringing the races back to Disney. Well, it's like less than a month now, right? It, although, yeah. A little more. It's coming. Just a little more than a month. But uh, while we were up there, of course, we did finally get in to oh. check out a new place we've never had on the show before uh-huh. for food and beverage. And plant-based and not all the options. All the options. Yes. Are here for you. And we're going to be bringing it to you tonight on this episode where we talk about Sebastian's Bistro. I worked so hard to get that reservation, man. You are a machine. I, I, honestly, <laughs> I don't have the patience for I it. I worked so and, hard. And I think that this is the secret. For those of you that are looking to do a, a awesome Disney vacation, you need to get an Amy. Oh, you're so sweet. Because I will look over late at night and she's messing around on her phone and I'm like, are you doing social media? She's like, no, no I'm checking for reservations. Uh-huh. And, and, and I'm like, what? Yeah. Or she'll randomly ask me questions about, would you rather do this or this? And I'm like, uh, what? Like, like choosing between restaurants. And I'm like, I don't know, whatever. She goes, well, I need to know because I'm trying to find reservations. And she's she gets these park reservations and restaurant bookings that... People are waiting sometimes weeks or months to get. 
So that we're going to be we're going to be talking about that this yeah. week. Yeah. So buckle up and let's go. Let's give it our maximum effort, oh shall God. we, to make it to make an entertaining show. I'm going to try. Well, I know I know there is no try. I get it. <laughs> you beat me to it. Mr. Star Wars. You beat me to which it. Which is we're crossing the streams and whatever. It's okay. It's all under the Disney umbrella. We okay. can talk Star Wars, we can talk Marvel, but tonight they is own your childhood. Yeah, we're doing the Antihero series, and of course, Metal Chasers, they have been just a staple for us, really, during the entire pandemic. We're so thankful that we discovered them, Mm -hmm. and then we've gotten the opportunity to talk to Bill and Christina and meet them. We sat down and had pizza with them. Yes. And their kids. And, And get to know them and really get to appreciate what they're producing in terms of these race series for runners who might be looking for that extra bit of motivation and this series is a favorite of mine yeah if you've been listening to the show amy's gonna let me geek out for a minute do it do it because if you've been listening to the show for any length of time that i'm a huge comic book fan if you've watched our live streams coming to you from the runny drink podcast towers in sunny southwest florida you'll see us broadcast from the big red couch and in the background over usually over amy's shoulder you'll see comic books on the wall oh yeah and i have a number of first edition comic books and i I think i have either nine or 12 up there on the wall i think i go back in there and look but i actually have ready to go up and i have to swap out uh deadpool number one do you i do Mm. and that's because Deadpool is actually a relative newcomer to Marvel. Deadpool came about as a spoof of a DC character. And if you have been watching any of the DC Extended Universe movies, there was an end credit scene where you see Lex Luthor has escaped from prison. He's sitting on his yacht, and this little dinghy comes up and off the dinghy gets steps this character dressed in blue and orange played by joe mangianello and it's a character by the name of deathstroke the terminator deathstroke the terminator's actual name is slade wilson and there was a little bit of a rivalry at that time during the i want to say this was in the early 90s where where Deadpool first appeared, and Amy's going to check me on this on on the interwebs. Oh, I just want to see it. And like the comic book, and, like outfit. And on that wall in the room is Deathstroke, the Terminator number one. They decided to spoof Slade Wilson, uh huh, and create Wade Wilson, ah, uh. right down to the fact that he's a gun-toting mercenary with a sword. Oh my! So. He's similar, but not the same. Uh-huh. And this is a character that Marvel introduced really to be very irreverent. And this is one of their characters that routinely breaks the fourth wall, addressing the reader directly. And as we have seen, if you have seen either of the movie, actually any of the three movies, because you have Deadpool 1, Deadpool 2, and the video release Once Upon a Deadpool where they do the Christmas version, which is uh, rated PG-13, and it is in and of itself a spoof of... um, Princess Bride. Princess Bride. Correct. See, I know. Yeah. Anyway, they've they've done some great stuff. These movies, 
well, the comics also not really meant for kids. The movie's definitely not meant for kids, but I love the fact that they paid homage to this character because since this character was introduced, it's been a fun read and the work that they've done on their on the Deadpool movies, I think, mm. has been incredibly entertaining. It's a rare day. You're a Marvel Cinematic Universe fan. Yes. Not so much the comic book fan. No. But you didn't know what you were going to get into going to the Deadpool movie at first. No. And I think you enjoyed it more than you thought oh, you were I going to. Oh, I love that series. I just, it was, I love it when a movie surprises you or a television series surprises you by being so much better than you ever imagined. And that's what Deadpool is. Yeah. Uh, a, a lot of heart, mm-hmm. really witty humor. Yeah. I, I think Ryan Reynolds is just, there's a, a joke going around, like a meme, like all men have a man crush on Ryan Reynolds. And yeah, I, I think that the, the writing has actually a lot more heart in those movies than people would expect. And especially in the second movie. Yeah. Um, not going to give any spoilers in case no, you no, haven't seen it no, yet. No, no, but the the writing has been just so tight in both of those films, and they've done a great job. I'm going to be very curious to see how they incorporate him into the greater Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, stay tuned. Stay tuned for that. I assume it's going to tie into the multiverse of madness that they're doing with uh, Doctor Strange, but we'll see. But getting to the the race itself, yeah. the metal is awesome it has uh-huh. the, it's the deadpool logo with deadpool making uh, a heart out of his hands uh-huh. kind of like he loves you and it's a full color metal uh-huh. it looks fantastic and he is coming like there is the face it says maximum effort it says 5k but then it's the character that's making the heart is raised out of the metal in relief yes yeah. it's super cool and they, just the attention to detail that they did, again, we've, we have complimented them yes. time and time again. I actually hang all of the Marvel medals, both Disney and Metal Chasers, on the same metal hanger. Mm. And the quality of the metal mm-hmm. and the ribbon. And the bib. And the bib, that which they include as part of this yeah. series, is so good that they've, they blend in together. They look like they belong. Yes. You could earn those at a live race, but we took them to Disney. We did. And we did this particular one at Coronado Springs Resort. Yes, we did. And we've talked about running at Coronado Springs a few weeks ago. We did a couple of different races there. It's a convenient location. Virtual races. Yeah. If you're staying on property, I like it because you get... Nice scenery to look at. Yeah. The running trail is closed. There's no traffic to worry about, except maybe the occasional golf cart from the the grounds folks that might be there, but you're not going to accidentally miss them. Really? And the other pedestrians and other runners that might be out there. But other than that, it's a great closed loop mm-hmm. course. Yeah. It's not hilly. Oh, no. You get to see water, beautiful water. Nice landscaping. You get to scope out possible dinner and drink options. The three bridges, uh-huh. the Grandestino Tower. Yeah. 
and of course the the mercado what is it oh is it the mercado is it uh del coronado i believe so is it yeah, but it used to be called something else. The Pepper Market. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Back in the day. We're going old school Coronado Springs yeah. stayers or, or enjoyers back before. <laughs> back, you are so funny. Back when there was no Grandestino Tower. And, we were guests. Yeah, guests. I'm we sorry. We were guests. Our, we were, we were home at Disney. We were classy. No, that's, yeah, that's when they had all the different stations and you could go and you could get like here pizza at one or Mexican food at another or. It was like a fancy food court. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Very good. They've changed that concept up a little bit now. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's really different now because of of pandemic and and some of the hygiene rules they've imposed. I'll be curious to see what that looks like once things get back to normal normal yeah so in the meantime we did talk about going out to the three bridges oh. and on, on a previous episode and of course the grandestino tower has mm, it's beautiful fantastic options beautiful. as well yeah but what i also like about this virtual mm. is that it supports charity yes shriners children at shriners children's hospital so that and we've talked about that before because the anti-hero series that the whole entire series is in support of Shriner. I mean, it, unlike their previous series, that that so they've done it both ways, and I really like that about Metal Chasers. They'll do a series, and it will support different charities. Each each individual race within the series will have mm-hmm. its own charity attached. Yes, and then. This one is just all of the different anti-hero we've covered. We've talked about Blade. We've now we've talked about Deadpool. They all support Shriners Children's Hospital, and Shriners Children's Hospital supports kids that are going through illnesses and their families. It's good to be able to run this series and support this fantastic organization. So we gave this run maximum effort. We use this as additional <laughs> training for us. Again, I've talked about it before. I and and you're probably tired of hearing me say it. I love virtual races for the extrinsic motivator. Mm-hmm. I am cheap and easy. You can buy my running efforts with Bling and they do not break the bank. They let you buy into this series in a very affordable fashion. Oh, yeah. And for what you're getting, the quality of these medals, the fact the that you're bibs. getting a real bib that holds up if you want to wear it, that and looks good if you want to display it. And, yes, and, and you get the bib buddies. And the bib buddies. Yeah. You know how JoJo sent us the bib buddies mm-hmm. at, at, with Runny Drink Podcast on them? Now, we have Metal Chasers ones we that do. came with this series. It's super cool. It you is. get the whole series. So I cannot, I can't speak highly enough about this. And again, it's not just because they are patrons of the show. We genuinely love the themes that they select for these virtuals. And we are just having so much fun earning these medals as we go keeping ourselves motivated to do these 5k training runs and giving ourselves the reward at the end of course and i love the fact 
that we're able to go to Disney, mm-hmm. bring a race up there, run around, have people look at us running with bibs on and think it's a, and think it's race. a legit race. Yeah. And then, then we have to explain to them what's going on and we turn them on to metal chasers. Yeah. So, and they're gawking at our medals and checking it out. And then we even got a character photo doing this race. We, yes, we got, we got a character photo and we displayed that when we were talking about the run Disney summer. We series. did. We did that because they hadn't sent us the medals. Exactly. Yet. Exactly. We hadn't gotten the medals, so we were out there and we're like, well, these are the best medals. Metal Chasers has the greatest medals. Absolutely. So why not get a character photo with? We we were, we made maximum effort in the character photo. (laughs) No. No, that's wrong. That's something. Yeah, you're you're on. You're close. I don't know. That was I, yeah. That I was didn't. a stretch. I didn't. I didn't. Okay. <laughs> I can't do it like you. Oh gosh, I <sighs> really hope that everybody who's listening to this will go over, check out the website. Yeah, we link to it in the show notes at metalchasers.com Metal or at metalchasersvrc.com, uh, and consider this series or one of their others that are on the site the medals are incredible yeah it's this. just so much fun Love it. and this is such a great cause yeah. I, I i cannot be um more of a shameless fan. shill and fanboy you are yeah i i am i i totally am i am the kevin smith of running for metal chasers so i am just gonna shamelessly plug it and love it and that's all there is there to you it. go so there you go check them out and we will have a link in the show notes but in the meantime all the running made you hungry it did it always does uh-huh shocking i know and i fought for the awesome food that we had. Let's talk about your maximum effort for getting, I getting made us the maximum res- effort. reservations. Tell, tell everybody what you went through to get these. I did. I kept checking. I checked every day. I checked multiple times a day on my Disney experience. I reached out to Mike Rallman, who's running Chicago, I believe, the Chicago Marathon this weekend. And Mike Rallman, for those who may not he know is, right off the top of their heads, is who? The host of the BR Guest podcast and a senior travel agent at the Magic for Less Travel. He might know a thing or two about Disney and may have a hookup here and there. Uh, yes. And did he get you the hookup for this? Uh, well, I mean, for this he restaurant, didn't, he didn't magically have a reservation that he could. I'll just book it for you and it'll be available. No, he had tips. Uh huh. He said, "Check late at night." Because a lot of people will be checking out what's available on property in terms of reservations, letting go of some reservations to make new ones. That you may be able to. But interestingly enough, I just started to check at once he told me that. I started to check at random times of day and I got it on my lunch hour while I was walking. Yeah. Wow. Uh-huh. While I was walking the parking garage, I got it. It was an odd time of the day. It just came up. So he, checking late at night, yes, 
it's a great tip and a lot of different things came up. Like sometimes homecoming will come up because that's really hard to get. Speaking of Art Smith that opened our show. That's true. But And I would go back there anytime, any day with uh, awesome food. But this one, we were on the property. We just, we were doing mileage and we stopped by and saw the menu. And after that, we were there for our July 5K in the Disney Summer Series. And we saw that menu. And I was like, oh, we have to do it. It's plant-based and regular. And it is it is a full meal of plant-based options and omnivorous options. Yeah. One thing about plant-based dining, really just about anywhere, although it's getting more prevalent getting better every day is that you do tend to have an item or two in each section of the menu Mm -hmm. if you're lucky yeah here oh my i was shocked that it was three courses yeah full courses Mm -hmm. with some options and we saw this and i'm a huge fan of Caribbean influence in in food on board when we were initially talking about this. And then when you told me you got the reservation, I'm like, I can't wait. This is going to be great. And at the time, I was in the midst of my first attempt at 75 hard and wanting to stick to the plan. So we ended up heading there to feature both the plant-based and the non-plant-based options for you guys. And we decided to do hot takes at the restaurant yes we did so we're gonna play for you our hot takes of the food as it arrives at the table yes the entrees at sebastian so it's time to dig into the entrees mm-hmm. and up first for you mm-hmm. on the well, plant-based menu yes yeah uh, on the plant-based menu i am having their impossible meat Kebabs. The impossible kebab. Mm-hmm. You also have access to the fried jerk tofu and impossible sausage served with uh, sides we can both enjoy in cilantro rice and red beans, vegetable curry, and grilled broccolini. Well, I'm trying the, the kebabs right now, mm. and this is the best way I could describe this is if you've ever had like a beef kefta. Mm. Yeah. This has a um, mint and um, parsley, maybe a little bit of cumin in there for a little smokiness, but it's it's very tender. And these are small patties that they put on the skewers and then grilled. And then there's this wonderful um, sauce that they put on, like a mango chutney that I was able to spoon over it, mm. which gives it a nice sweetness to to counterbalance the meatiness. Because again, these impossible meats now are so good that they'd fool you. You would never know this is plant-based. Mm. What about you? What are you having? Okay, so I have... <clears throat> Grilled flank steak with mo- mojito relish. So Ooh. there's like, that's where the mint is coming from. If you're smelling that. Okay. Um, 
than mojo pork with mango sambal, like you have, the mango sambal we can both have. Mm -hmm. And then oven roasted citrus chicken, also slow roasted, slow cooked mojo pork. Wow. So, um, the pork is just, I mean, just imagine a, the, the best pulled pork you've ever had in mm -hmm. terms of the fall apart tender. Mm-hmm. That looks like a high fat content, like mm -hmm. a pork butt. Mm. I'm getting like, there's meatiness and fattiness. And, mm. It is tender. It is citrusy. That mm, taste of the islands. And that's a mojo pork? Yeah. Yeah. So it's a citrusy kind of. That's. Can I take this one out of the way? Yes. Oh, please. yeah. Thank you. Mm. It's so good. It's so good. And. Um, I also have the grilled flank steak, which is cooked perfectly. I mean, it is tender, and that. Now you're a flank steak fan, anyway. Oh yeah, yes. And mm. it's firm. They I like. Sliced it thinly, which I like. Mm -hmm. There's there's a fattiness. There's this as well. The mint in the mojito relish is mm -hmm. just a perfect complement to cut through the, the fattiness and the meatiness. And then there's a crust on the flank steak that is, mmm, mmm, just Caribbean warm spices. So. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Really nice. Mm. How is your tofu? Well, when you mentioned that that mo so, or, um, the, the mojo or mojito relish twice. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I gotta try this. Mm -hmm. So that's a combination of mint and cucumber and lime. Mm -hmm. And what they did for me was they, they basically lightly breaded and, and seared slabs of tofu and then seasoned them with Jamaican jerk spice. Yeah. So tofu becomes the vehicle mm -hmm. for the flavors. I love Jamaican jerk anything, so mm -hmm. that's an easy sell for me. So this is this is lovely. Oh. Um, that and, and like you said, that's um, mojito relish is just minty and cool and refreshing. Yeah, the cucumber is like a burst of freshness, green freshness, and it plays really nicely against the jerk spices because jerk is one of those things where not every version of it is hot. No, but. A lot of times, even the not-so-hot ones will build over time. And theirs here has a little bit of spice. I would say their spice is, it's comfortable. Mm -hmm. It's not blow your doors off at all, but it's present. Yeah. Really nice. Well. <clears throat> now, I've also tasted the curry. Oh, yes, because. You should get a bite of that. We, we both have the vegetable curry, mm -hmm. which looks like a stew very much like a stew. I was going to say, it's basically a, a curried vegetable stew. Mm -hmm. mm. This would go great on the rice. Mm -hmm. And you could do that on the rice and that's your meal. Mm. 
Oh, there's a warming spice. There is. It's got, oh. a little, got a little bit of heat, but it's not bad. Mm -mm. And I get like, there's sweet potato in here. Sweet the, potato, green beans, tomatoes, onions. Onions, peppers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these are just... I think if you mix the curry with the rice, the rice, the rice on its own, um, cilantro. Cilantro. I don't get a lot of cilantro or lime from the rice. They say it's cilantro. I'm sure that's what's giving it the color. Mm-hmm. But I don't... I just get kind of a... Like, I think if you mix these two together, then you get a nice flavor. Agreed. Mm. Now, have, try the broccoli. Mm. It's firm. It's crisp. It's smoky. Yeah, they did a great job searing this on the grill. Mm -hmm. I like that seared flavor. Mm -hmm. I love I love grilled vegetables. Period. Mm -hmm. So that's a great way to elevate any vegetable that you're doing at home. You know, how's the chicken? Mm. Tender. Now, now, what kind of chicken is that? This is citrus chicken. Citrus chicken. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm. I don't know how much citrus I'm getting, but it is very tender chicken. See, it looks juicy. Mm -hmm. So yeah. they cooked it well. Mm -hmm. Nice. So. Well, and last but not least for me yeah. is going to be the impossible sausage. Mm -hmm. This is very similar to the impossible sausages we get at home. Mm. I really say it's. it's Almost is it, identical. Is it spiced differently? Or? No. No? Mm -mm. But that's, that's always a, good. They're quite tasty. It gives you a, a nice meaty... This is a very satisfying meal. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't tell somebody that this is plant-based, mm. most people wouldn't have any idea. Mm. And if you bring a group here, things are served family style. Yes. So the things that we could share, they brought out so we could share them. Mm -hmm. And they were very specific about which items were plant-based and which were not. But the idea that you've got enough options here for mm. somebody to have an entire multi-faceted, you know, multi-course mm -hmm. plant-based meal. Yeah. That's a lot of care and consideration on their part. Yeah. It's delicious. I, I think that the <clears throat> the carnivorous version, the omnivore version, mm -hmm. is very flavorful. And you would say yours is very satisfying. Oh, this, I would get this again even if I weren't on plan. Ooh. It's that good. Okay. Yeah, they've, they've done a phenomenal job here. Nice. Well, if you can get them, it's a hot commodity right now because they're not open seven days a week. The reservation, you mean? Yeah. It's... Um, it's a, I mean, you can join the walk-up list, but they're open from five to close there. Um, yes, yeah, odd times. And the, the reservations are very, very hard to get. So I'm glad we snagged one because this has been a delightful meal that we could both enjoy with lots of variety on both ends, both for meat eaters and plant-based, um, people in your party. 100%. Sebastian's 
Bistro. Bistro. For the win. It was such a good meal. Would you go back? I would go back, yes. And I I do believe that I talked about how the chicken I liked, but I didn't love. But I'm telling you, the... The other meats that were on the plate, oh my goodness. Oh. You're a hard one to impress with chicken. The moho pork. Anyway. And the flank steak. Ugh. Yes. I would go back and yes. I am picky when it comes to chicken. uh, Yeah. You're hard to impress with chicken. It's a rare day that Amy will order chicken when we go out. Anywhere. We have to go back because I've just read on the menu (laughs) now that there's the taste of Caribbean enhancement, which is enhance your meal with an order of fried coconut shrimp with creamy chipotle dipping sauce. Where was this? We should have had this. I should have had it. You should have had it. I don't know. Now, I, I know that everything else was incredible i have no doubt their their coconut shrimp i'm sure will be as well i am sure i and i can tell you we're going to have a couple of extra options extra hot takes for patrons uh, to include things from like starters of the meal and yeah we didn't that we didn't talk about Mm -hmm. and they were amazing too oh yeah so I would go back in a heartbeat for those, but now we have to go back because we didn't have the shrimp. Yes. Or I didn't have the shrimp and then we should both have the shrimp. Now, a lot of times we go to different places for the drink portion of the show, but when you're at a place like Sebastian's that has <laughs> amazing tastes of the islands, you take advantage of it. Uh-huh. And fortunately, they had options for people looking for an alcoholic beverage, mm-hmm. people looking for a non-alcoholic beverage, mm-hmm. and those like me that might have been looking for something that's not only non-alcoholic but plant-based. Yeah. And we have some additional hot takes on that as well. Well, Runcation Nation, we are at Sebastian's Bistro, and it is time for specialty beverages both non-alcoholic and alcoholic and we're going to start off with Dana's he's sipping it he's sipping it yeah I went with the non-alcoholic of course because I'm in the midst of 75 hard which is Sebastian Island Paradise frozen blend of passion fruit orange and guava juices and it looks like a frozen alcoholic beverage. It's, it's so pretty. Yeah, that's basically what, what it is. They've, they've taken a what would make an amazing base for a rum, like, poolside cocktail. Yeah. And just serve it to you as a virgin cocktail instead. It's a gorgeous two-layer drink until you stir it. And then it looks like a sunset. Exactly. Like a graduated sunset. And I like the pineapple on the top. Yeah, and they give you a, a whole fresh pineapple ring. Mm, yum! Yay! Okay, here. Right here, please be careful. These plates are all very hot. Okay. Here. Okay. Do you want me to just put them next to you guys here? Yeah. Oh, right there's perfect. All right. So here is the plant 
this one is very hot since we start Okay. Okay. This is what we have here for you guys. So for yours, here we have the flank steak with mojito relish, the mojo pork with a mango sambal, and then our citrus marinated chicken. For you over here, we have the impossible kebabs with that mango um, sambal as well. The jerk tofu with the um, mojito relish, and then our um, Beyond sausage here. Sharing for the two of you, we have our grilled broccolini, a vegetable curry, and then cilantro rice and Nice. Wonderful. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Oh, well, you guys heard all of that. Yeah. So, you were saying about my drink. It's like a sunset. Mm-hmm. It really is. How does and it taste? If you go all the way down to the bottom, you get the guava juice, which is super sweet. If you, you know, just sip the top layer, that's the other. The other juices kind of, the guava settle a little, a little at the bottom. Mm -hmm. But when you give it a nice stir. Then everything comes together? Everything comes together. It's so tropical. Mm. I just want to walk this out to the pool. Yes. Right there. Oh my gosh. And I, actually, this is honestly so good. I, I don't miss the alcohol. Really? Taste this. Tell me what Ooh. you think. Oh, that is a poolside cocktail mm -hmm. beverage. Minus the alcohol. Yeah. That's fantastic. Now, yours on the other hand. It, I don't think it's a poolside beverage. I think it is a celebratory alcoholic beverage. Mm-hmm. Mm very classy for celebration and I I feel like you could come here and have a very tropical and Caribbean celebration oh absolutely with this entire meal I got the marooned pig old-fashioned Buffalo Trace Kentucky bourbon bacon infused pure maple syrup Angostura bitters and a bacon garnish in addition to the orange and the Luxardo cherry. Yeah, it's an entire stick of bacon. I'm telling slice you. slice of bacon. When you put your nose into this. It smells. Like bacon. So good. That's, I didn't let him try it, but I let him smell mm -hmm. just the bacon aroma. Mm. And I would say that this is a perfectly balanced cocktail. You can get the smokiness of the bourbon and the, the bacon is so in the aroma, maybe not so much in the drink itself, even though that is a bacon-infused maple syrup. I think somebody who created this is very deft at combining the alcohol with the bourbon, the mm -hmm. Buffalo Trace bourbon, which is one of our favorites, with the sweetness of the maple bacon syrup. So they didn't overdo it? No. So that it's not just overly sweet, it's not cloyingly sweet. You can really still is it, is it too smoky? No. You can still you you get the bourbon. It's not overly smoky like you think it should be marinating a pork loin. So well, well we've had smoked smoked um, cider before mm -hmm. that was just too much. Right. This is perfect. This is perfect. And you can actually make your own uh, rum old-fashioned here and you can choose your your rum your bitters your choice of syrup which I, I just absolutely love although this is a bourbon based old-fashioned and you can also have a rum flight so I you know 
rum tastings, sign me up. Oh, yeah. And there's also a Mai Tai that looks very interesting as well. So I think their cocktail game and their non-alcoholic beverages, their specialty cocktails are right on the money here at Sebastian's Bistro. I would get my drink. I would get my drink and just say, add some spiced rum to that. Oh, my gosh. And I'm heading out to the pool. Do you not? They can do that. You can create your own rum old-fashioned. You can have a rum flight. Uh Uh-huh. Hello. Yes, please. And it's Caribbean rums. It's all sorts of Caribbean rums. Yes. And, And I just think... We should go and, back so we can partake in all of that. And a lot of people, we haven't really ever dove super deep into rum on the show. We did a little bit with our friends at Wicked Dolphin. Oh, yeah. But rum is very much like other craft liquors oh. where you can really get into some amazing depth of flavor and different characteristics. And there's a lot more to it than just the... the cheap or budget-friendly jug liquor that you pour into your cola oh like a rum and coke exactly oh yeah so there's a lot more to it than that and Mm -hmm. there were just some other incredible cocktails i would love to give a try to from there they just really seem to have a lot of fun in creating this menu Mm -hmm. so And now we just came up on the start of Disney's 50th. Yes, which we avoided like the plague because the the, the videos of the crowds. Oh, my goodness. Oh, you watched the videos. But I'm just saying like a lot of places have themed beverages and themed meals and they have an iridescent sip abrasion. For celebration, for the fiftieth uh, celebration cup with surprise character, a little bit of magic, and apparently, this is a non-alcoholic specialty drink: uh, lemonade, strawberry punch, and and the cup, which was not on the menu when we were there. I can't. Clearly. I can't. You know what? I can't dismiss it. I was shocked at how much I really liked my mocktail. I think you wanted to get up from the table, go out to the pool with it. I did. Mm-hmm. And if you'd have floated some 151 or some You would spice not have rum, taken that at that time. Not at that time, no, no because I was you in the 75 hard. But you will. Yes, I'm just saying I would. Yes. But yeah, so we cannot recommend <laughs> Sebastian's Bistro enough, regardless of what your dietary needs might be. I think yes. you're going to find some options there that uh-huh. are more than just okay. Yeah, and we talked about the, the great food the great beverages. We didn't even talk about the dessert either. So just the the first course and the last course, we we have hot takes on those as well for our patrons. And yes, if we whetted your appetite and you want to hear about their amazing dessert options, mm-hmm. check us out at patreon.com slash runny drink podcast. Uh-huh. Three levels of support, $2, $5, and $10 each with their own special perks. And we have special content just for the patrons of our show. And we're super excited to share some of that with them. This and weekend. hopefully some of you will want to check that out. Yeah. I know most recently we did an extra cocktail that we covered from our trip in Anchorage, Alaska. Oh, we still have another one, don't we? We do. We have some more great stuff coming from Alaska. Mm-hmm. As well as now Sebastian's Bistro. Yeah. 
Guys, that is another week yeah. of the Runny Trick Podcast, another show in the can. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad that we were able to bring another Metal Chasers race to everybody. Me too. Thanks to Christina and Bill for providing an awesome anti-hero series and supporting a great organization in Shriners Children's Hospital. Check them out in our show notes. We will have links to Everything. Metal Chasers, to Shriners Children's Hospital, to Sebastian's Bistro, everything we've talked about indeed next week we're going to have more running eating and drinking some training updates for you guys mm-hmm. right now though we <laughs> need you we need you runcation nation we listen, need listen. you listen to you i'm gonna get closer here listen to me we need your help we need you to head over to apple podcasts and give us a rating and a review preferably five stars if we've earned it we love hearing your feedback if we haven't earned five stars, tell us why. But well, we want to know what we can do to make it better. And yeah. you doing a rating and review will help us get discovered so that we can grow the Runcation Nation. So yeah. if you would do that for us, we would be incredibly appreciative. And you can do that in Apple Podcasts right on your iPad, your iPhone, or on your PC in iTunes. So if you do it, let us know. And thank you so much for listening. Thanks for joining us on your long run, your commute to work, around the house, cleaning, wherever you are. I'm your host, Amy. And I'm your co-host, Dana. Stay safe and well, and we will accomplish, explore, and indulge with you really soon. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We're having another great year thanks to your support. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We're at Run Eat Drink Podcast. And on Twitter, we're Run Eat Drink Pod. You can also give us a call at 941-677-2733 or send us an email at info at runeatdrink.net. Visit our website at runeatdrink.net and click on the subscribe link so you don't miss a minute. Find out how you can support the show at patreon.com slash run eat drink podcast accomplish explore and indulge along with us we'll talk to you next time